You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. God bless you and welcome to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Michael Pedroso, and we are here going to start on part two of You Represent Christ. Last week, we went over the don'ts, in so many words, of what we as Christians should not partake in and the things that we should not be doing um, as Christians. God tells us in his word to mortify, therefore, the members which are upon the earth in Colossians chapter three, verses five through 10. There was a breakdown of of different things that as Christians, we should not be partaking in. We should be abstaining from when you mortify the deeds of your members. When you mortify your members, it is to discipline yourself, to put yourself in a place of self-denial. And as the word of God tells us, that we are to deny ourselves and pick up the cross and follow after him daily. So this is a daily thing that we have to do in Christ as Christians, as men and women of God. This is something daily that we do. We put off these things. We put off the old man and put on a new creature in Christ. So this week we're going to break down the characteristics or the ways and behaviors of Christians, how we should carry ourselves, and the things that we should do, the ways that we should walk. And this is by walking in the spirit of God. In Colossians chapter two, we're going to start there and we're going to go from verses six through eight. And it says, as ye have therefore Received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So as believers, we have to be rooted in the word of God, rooted in Jesus Christ. We have to walk in him by the spirit of God, because when we are being led away or led astray by man's philosophies and the different teachings and vain deceits that do not follow the principles of the Bible, we can get carried away and be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine because we don't have a solid foundation, a rooted foundation under our feet in Christ Jesus. Jesus, as he says in the word, is the way, the truth, and the life. And we must be rooted in Jesus and built up in him. Being built up in him is being built up in his word, being built up in your prayer closet, being built up in your word, reading, understanding and knowing what the word of God says, because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear the word of God 
it begins to build your faith. It begins to strengthen you. It begins to take you into a place to where you start to trust God more because you see the miracles. You begin to see the different things that God is able to do. And you know, and you begin to understand the power of God. So we have to be aware of who we listen to, what we listen to, what we entertain, because philosophies will cause us to be led astray. Vain deceit is a characteristic of false pride, having an exaggerated sense of self-importance. This means that you are intending to be deceitful to others about who you are. And after the tradition of men, the Bible tells us that the tradition of men make the word of God non effect. So we have to turn away from the handing down from generation to generation of the same customs, beliefs, etc., especially by word of mouth. So if we go over to Colossians chapter three, it tells us in Colossians chapter three, verses two through four. Set your affections on things above, not things on the earth, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. So God is telling us to set our affection on things above. Our desires, our heart's desires, whatever we are going after, whatever we seeking, seek God, seek the word of God, set our affection on those things that are above our heavenly father, Jesus Christ, set our affection on him, put our heart on him, our mind on him. Let us be focused and in tuned into his word, being in tuned by the spirit of God and lining up with the word of God. And not by things that are here on earth, getting ourselves caught up into the pleasures of life, the pleasures of this world that will cause us to go astray from God, that will cause us to be turned away from God because our affection is set on things here more so than it is on God. God told us to lay up not for ourselves treasures here on earth, but lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven because where our heart is. There, our treasures will be also. If your heart is set on things on this earth, if your heart and your mind is focused and set on things that are here on this earth, as far as what we're going after, what we're chasing after, what we're following, we have to be careful that we don't get ourselves so caught up that we are chasing after philosophy, that we don't get ourselves caught up to where we're chasing money, that we're chasing that we're not being caught up in the lust of our flesh and the lust of our eyes and the pride of life. We have to be careful. So as representatives of Christ, we have to represent Jesus in full effect. We have to represent Jesus from top to bottom. We can't do it halfway. We can't do it half hearted. We have to represent Christ in everything that we do. And if we are going after everything else in this world, it's going to take our minds. It's going to take our heart away from doing the things of God, because I tell you, saints, we are getting ready to face some times that is going on 
And we're going to have and going to need some bold faith, some strong faith in Jesus. Those of us that have bold faith and strong faith, we must help encourage our brothers and sisters that are weak in the faith. Some of us as Christians are and have gotten weak in our faith because we are looking at other Christians and expecting them to uphold truth. We're expecting them to uphold righteousness and uphold the foundation of Jesus Christ. They see the things that we're doing and these things are not to be named amongst Christians. They see leaders and they see elders, apostles and prophets and teachers and pastors carrying on foolishness and not walking in the true characteristics of Jesus Christ. And it causes them to think that it's okay for them to do it. So if they see brothers or sisters so-and-so doing something out there that they know that they shouldn't be doing, then they're going to think it's okay for them to do it. Because they're going to be saying to themselves, he's a powerful man of God, or she's a powerful woman of God. So if they can do it, I can do it too. We have to be careful as leaders because babes are watching us. We have to be careful as Christians because sinners are watching us. People that don't know Christ, that do not live for Christ, that do not have Christ in their life. They're watching us. We have to be careful as leaders because we don't want anyone to fall and we don't want to become a stumbling block in someone's way. As a leader in the kingdom of God, our life must line up with the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Because there is no excuse that when we stand up in the pulpit and stand up as leaders and preach the gospel and tell someone to live according to the word of God and we ourselves don't do it. That's what the Pharisees did. The Pharisees and the Sadducees stood up and they taught the people and told them what the Torah said, but they themselves didn't live anything. It was a do as I say, not as I do. So we have to be careful that we don't fall into a Pharisee and Sadducee spirit because we are leaders and we are up front and we are on top of everything. Or now that we feel that we are on top of the world because we're standing up before everybody, we ha we cannot forget that we are living for a man called Jesus. We are living and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ who knew no sin and he represented his father in heaven in everything that he did. So we have to understand that at the end of it all, as leaders, we will stand before God as well. And if we and leading people and telling them how they should live for Christ and preaching about money and talking about things that we are not going to that are not going to help the people get into the kingdom of God. And this is all just so we can have a successful life. Jesus said to us, woe to the shepherds that scatter my flock, that take care of themselves and leave the flock wandering and wanting. This is the character that we are building for the people to see. This does not line up with the character of Jesus Christ, because when Jesus saw the people in the synagogue 
with the money changers and he went into the synagogue and he flipped over the tables. He turned the tables over and told them that this is my father's house and my father's house shall be called a house of prayer. And you have made it a den of thieves. That's what we need to get back to in God's house. Getting and turning his house into a house of prayer and not all of the foolishness that's been going on in the house of God. People should not be ready to go to church just because we got a great praise team, but they should be ready to go to the house of God because they're going to receive encouragement. They're going to receive strength or they're going to receive something that will keep them and help them make it through their week and help them further their walk in Christ. Something that's going to make them want to live for Jesus Christ just that much more. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. We are lifting up ourselves as leaders. We are taking God's glory and he ain't pleased with it. He's not happy with what we are doing as pastors, as leaders, pastors, teachers, apostles, elders, leaders in the house of God, I want to tell you something. There is no reason why someone should should be sitting in our church for a whole year and say that they felt nothing that moved them to want to surrender their life to Christ because they didn't want to, they weren't being unctioned or the power of God. They didn't feel the power of God in that place. As leaders, we ought to be ashamed of ourselves if this is going on in our church. Because if the fire of the Holy Ghost is moving in the building and the true anointing of God is moving in the building, the heart of those that are not saved will be convicted. If we are lifting up the name of Jesus and not putting on a show, people will get saved. And God tells us in saving others, we save ourselves. We have to leave the 99 and go after that one. That one soul that is lost, that one soul that walked away from Christ, that one soul that didn't know what else to do and threw his hands up. Jesus laid out his characteristics for us to follow, and he gave us instruction. He gave us commandments to follow. And the statement he made was, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Do we truly love Christ today? With all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, do we truly love Christ today? Knowing that our souls are weighing in the balance day after day, every day that we plan church and every day that we play around with our salvation, all souls are weighing in the balance, teetering and tottering between heaven and hell. Our representation of Christ has got to get better. We are not being a great representative of Christ when we're doing so many different things that will cause people to not want to live for God. In Colossians chapter three, verses 10 through 17, it says, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian nor Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, 
holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and in hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So God is telling us in this chapter, in these verses, to, to put on bowels of mercy, to put on a gentler, more kinder spirit, to be more kind, to walk in kindness, to have a humbleness of mind. We can't be proud. We can't be haughty as, as men and women of God. This is not a character that God is, is asking of us. Some of us, we do carry on as if we don't make mistakes. We walk around with the arrogance about us. We walk around as if you owe as as if people owe us something just because we are leaders or just because we are Christians. We feel that we are better than others. Sometimes, saints, I think we forget where we came from, where we were at. When we got saved, our character cannot continue in the way that it has been. This is why the world is turning the way that it is now, because so many Christians refuse or just won't do the characteristics or walk in the characteristics of Jesus. Being a representative of Christ is, first of all, being obedient to the word of God. When we are obedient to the word of God, then everything else begins to fall into place because you do not want to upset Christ. You don't want to upset God. You have the fear of God in you, and it will cause you to walk upright before this world, before your family, before your co-workers. It will cause you to let your light shine before a wicked and adulterous generation. We must have patience with one another, being long-suffering, forbearing one another, being able to help one another, help our brothers and sisters when we see them in need, being able to deal with them and be patient and taking the time out to deal with our brothers and sisters, or even if they're not saved. This is what would draw people to Christ if we get out of our own way and stop saying that, you know, I ain't got time for this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. It's not about us. It's about Jesus and him crucified. It's about what God wants us to do as men and women of God. When we gave our life to him, our life no longer belongs to us. 
as the word says that our life is no longer our own. We are bought with a price. In Colossians chapters two and three, Jesus laid out the do's and the don'ts. In, in Galatians chapter five, he laid out the works of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. Our character matters to Christ. How we carry ourselves on a day to day basis matters to Christ. Our conversation on our day to day basis matters to Christ. This is why he told us that everything that we do in word and deed, do it unto the name of Christ, as we just read in Colossians chapter three. So we have to check ourselves with what we entertain. We have to continue to constantly be aware of what we're watching, the things that we're entertaining, entertaining the things of the flesh, worldly lusts that which we entertain is what is going to produce in our life. What we give ourselves more to is what begins to produce itself in our lives. If we entertain the word of God, if we entertain prayer, keeping true and real men and women of God in our life and preaching to us and, and hearing the word of God. And I'm not telling you to go and listen to everybody who we believe that is a real man of God because everybody is not a real true man and woman of God. And you know how you find that out? The Bible just made it plain and simple. You will know a tree by the fruit that it bears. Setting yourself up in a place with Christ where you are constantly spending time with Jesus and building that relationship, it will begin to build the character of Jesus Christ in your life. Remember, we are representatives of Christ. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are holy men and women of God. And wherever the Holy Ghost will lead you on a day to day basis, the character of Jesus Christ will be shown when you line up with the word of God and your life is lining up with the word of God, a lifestyle change for Christ begins to take place in you because it comes, it becomes a thing of, it is no longer I, but Christ that lives in me, Christ in me, the hope of glory, or as the word says it, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So what am I saying to you? Stand on the foundation of Jesus Christ and him crucified. Don't be tossed by every wind of doctrine that may come your way. Keep your eyes on Jesus and run this race to the fullest for Jesus Christ. Because your character, you being a representative of Christ, is going to show forth and it's going to come alive. The Holy Ghost is going to come alive in you every day of your life when you obey the word of God and line your life up with the word of God. Build your relationship with Christ. Man don't have a heaven or hell to put you in, but Christ does. We are not here to be men pleasers. But we are here to please Christ and do what he asked us to do, what he told us to do and what he commanded us to do. So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, 
when you have done all that you know to do to stand, the word of God tells us to stand anyhow. Keep your mind stayed on Jesus and he will keep you in perfect peace. This is all of our time for today, for this episode, and this will complete our episode of You Represent Christ. Remember, no matter what you do on a day-to-day basis, keep in mind that you are a representative of Christ. Don't get out of character, but pray and ask God to keep you in any situation that you may face on your day today. Take care and God bless. I want to give a special shout out for this track, You and I by Soeb and Amin Maxwell. You can find them on soundcloud.com backslash Soeb Music or soundcloud.com backslash Amin Maxwell. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your social media. To catch all of the latest from the Ambassador's Voice podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambassador's Voice, one word. Email any questions or comments to ambassadorsvoice549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed.